the best songs on the radio. This is my only favorite station. Much more sexy tracks coming up. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the NMF Podcast with me, Dennis Dell, on a very special show. Later on, we'll be talking to Tommy Sheridan about Scottish independence and, of course, this Thursday's election in Scotland. All that to come on the NMF Podcast with me, Dennis Devlin, after this. Oh 
sexy tracks coming up. Playing the hits and your favorites of yesterday and today.
about what doesn't matter to you Vindication for your regression Perplexed is with you tainted facts Don't call us out cause we've covered our tracks And it doesn't fit the manifesto So sorry son, you're gonna have to go Write an anthem for the doom dudes Cause you're no one to love And we don't love you Don't trust the lies that have stuck like glue No matter what you put us through Sound of the Dictator Band, who of course we'll be talking to on this podcast. And before that, we had Run Rig and Rhythm of My Heart, and kicking off three songs in a row back to back. Another Run Rig and Live at Loch Lomond. Unbelievable. And of course, coming up after the break, we'll be talking to the one and only Tommy Sheridan about Scottish independence and this coming election on Thursday in Scotland. That's after the break on the MF Podcast with me, Dennis Devlin. The best songs on the radio. This is my only favourite station. Oh no, little Timmy's got hold of a marker pen. My wall looks like a colouring book. What am I going to do? Flash! Ah! 
been a mess It's a pain but we won't stress In the hall is drawn overall On the wall are the scrolls that we can clean this up Flash magic eraser, we love you Flash! Ah! Cleans up the impossible this tempo's way too slow to tell you all there is to know. So I'm going to speed it up. Here we go. When you're holidaying in Rome but you want it to look like you're at home, Hiveactive lights will come on at night to make your living room nice and bright. Or if you left work in a hurry and you're trying to save some money, Hiveactive plugs let you turn your appliances off whilst you're having your ear chewed off by your boss. How about you're at a romantic dinner for two and you want to check your kids home by curfew? Hive sensors monitor your front door so they won't be sneaking home late anymore. Whew. Because with Hive you control your home from your phone, from your lights to your plugs to your sensors. See what else you can control at HiveHome.com. Hive products work with Hive Hub. Requires broadband. The hits just keep on coming. Where are you? Are you in bed? Or are you leaving the first human footprint on Mars? Are you jogging? Or are you about to pull off the heist of the century? Are you in your car? Or are you praying those red eyes in the darkness can't see you? A voice in your ear can take you anywhere. Audible. Get your first audiobook for free and feel every word. Seven ninety nine a month after thirty day trial starts automatically. Terms apply. Are you ready? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. One. Good afternoon and welcome to the NMF podcast with myself, Dennis Devon, and a good afternoon and a warm welcome to Tommy Sheridan. Hi, Dennis. How's it going, pal? All right, Tommy. It's good to have you here. How are you keeping, pal? I'm keeping fine, yes. Um, looking forward to, hopefully, a shake-up of the Scottish Parliament on um, Thursday. We won't get the full results till. Saturday, unfortunately, um, but I think we're uh, we're heading for a super independence majority, Dennis. So I'm looking forward to that, brother. I hope so. Tommy, welcome to the show. Care to tell us a quick bit about yourself, who you are, where you come from, and what you're about? Sure, um, Dennis. Um, my name's Tommy Sheridan. Um, I've been involved in politics and protest um, campaigns most of my life. Uh, I was involved in the anti-poll tax campaign very many years ago. Not all of your listeners will remember that. You'd need to be a certain vintage to remember (laughs) the uh, the poll tax. I remember Um, it, Tommy. I cut my teeth on anti-poll tax protest, Dennis. Um, I was involved in several big demonstrations and the protests against sheriff officers up up here in Scotland um, called bailiffs down in, in England to who stop them from trying to enforce the uplift of goods from people's homes who couldn't afford to pay the poll tax. I ended up getting sent to, to jail in, uh, in 1992 for uh, those actions. And while I was in jail in 1992, I got elected to the Glasgow City Council as a councillor. Um, so I got elected in May of uh, 1992, but I, I couldn't take my seat until July because I was still in prison at, at, at the time. Um, from there, I went on to stand for the Scottish Parliament elections of 1999, and I was elected as an MSP, a member of Scottish Parliament, in 1999. I was re-elected 
in 2003. So I served two terms in the Scottish Parliament. Um, I then served a term in the big, the big house called the Big Brotherhood, the Celebrity Brotherhood um, in 2008-9. I think it was January 2009. I'm pretty sure it was. I, I, I get my, my years mixed up. It's a, a unseen years, uh, Dennis. So um, <laughs> since then, I've been involved in campaigns against the bedroom tax and uh, more recently and more uh, consummately been involved in the independence campaign um, from 2014 onwards. Um, we narrowly missed Scotland's freedom in 2014, but we're not going to miss it next time. And hopefully that next time will be um, either later this year or, or next year, 2022. Right. So tell me, what are your visions for Scotland's future? Well, my vision for Scotland's future, um, Dennis, won't be shared by everyone in the independence movement. The independence movement is big and broad, uh, and fundamentally, people want independence because they think that the uh, decisions that are taken for Scotland will be much better taken by people who live in Scotland. So it, instead of having Westminster... Um, making those decisions for us. We want Scotland to have the decisions taken where it's closest, where it's most relevant for us. So that, that, that's what we're looking at. My vision, my personal vision as a socialist is of a, an independent socialist republic, Kim Dennis, a, a Scotland that is built on values which puts people before profits, that, that puts burns before bombs, that gets rid of nuclear weapons, that spends our enormous natural wealth that we've got. We've got natural wealth and gas and electricity and oil. We've got a fantastic food and beverages industry. We shouldn't have poverty in any shape or form. So in my, in my Scotland, my free Scotland, we won't be any better than anywhere else in the world, but we'll certainly not be any worse. And we will try and promote the idea of cooperation, the idea of putting people before profits and, and build a better and more socially just Scotland. I like that. If you're given a chance to amend something in the Scottish Constitution without interference from anywhere, what would you like to change? Sorry, Dennis, could you repeat that? May I, for some reason, my, my sound went down a wee bit there, so I must have pressed the ring button. Somebody tried to phone me and I, I had to press decline, and I don't know if that's affected <laughs> the recording. Yeah, well, but, so if you wouldn't mind in saying that would... again. If you were given the chance to amend something in the Scottish Constitution without interference, what would you change, Tommy? Well, Dennis, the first thing I would do is introduce a Scottish Constitution, because just like uh, the UK, we don't have a written constitution, so that's nonsense, which it means you don't have a, an agreed set of rights and responsibilities. So the first thing I would do is introduce a written constitution, and within that constitution, we would need to have firm commitments that people don't fall below a certain standard of living, that you have a right to a home, that you have a right to an education, you have a right to a health service. Um, I, I think the idea of a universal basic income set at a proper level is something whose time has come as an idea, yeah. uh, and it's something that has to, I think, be written into law. We need a constitution which actually 
reflects the values of, of the society we want to build. And the society I want to build is where we give the hand up to everyone, that uh, the only time you're looking down on someone is to offer them a hand up. And uh, that's the type of Scotland I yeah. want to build. I like that. Well, if Albo is successful with its campaign election, what necessary actions will Alba seek to implement? Well, Alba as a party is only very um, new. It's very young. Um, it's emerged or on the on the basis that Alex Salmond, who was a, an iconic leader of the SNP before and obviously led Scotland through the first uh, referendum, decided to get back involved in politics. And many others, like myself, I was involved in a, a, another broad group called Action for Independence. We were ready to go and stand in the election, and so was the independent, uh, independent Scottish Party um, and other small groups. And We've all decided to vacate the field um, in a show of unity around Alaba in the hope that they can um, sweep up the second votes in the, the Scottish Parliament. Yeah. For for your listeners, um, I, I apologise if this sounds complicated, but in most elections you only get one vote, um, and that's what everybody would recognise. But in the Scottish Parliament election, they have a unique voting system. It's a party list system that's meant to have a wee bit of uh, proportionality built into it, which means you get two votes. Um, you get a vote for your constituency member and you also got a regional list vote um, for the, the party of your choice. Um, and the way it works, basically, do really well in the constituencies, you don't do well in the regional list votes, which means the SNP, uh, who are, are always doing well now in the constituencies, um, if they get the same vote they got last time five years ago, then they wouldn't win any uh, regional list seats. That's just the way it works. So if you give both your votes to the SNP, then you're wasting your second vote. And not only are you Technically, wasting that. Technically, speaking, you'd only, be voting for Labour or Conservative, wouldn't you? If you well, that's them. what I was about to say, Dennis. Not, not only are you wasting it, you're actually facilitating the election of unionist politicians, politicians yeah. who don't believe that Scotland should be free don't believe that Scotland should be independent. They believe we should continue to tie our coattails to a rotten, corrupt Westminster system led by the likes of Boris uh, Johnson. Corruption and dishonesty and deceit are the order of the day. That's not the values I see for an independent Scotland. So breaking the British state, Dennis, is, is vital as far as I'm concerned. That's what's important for my class. That's what's important for my country. That's why independence is a priority for me. How important would you say community development, education and the fishing industry is to the Alba Party? Well, I, I think the whole idea of, of education and the development of, of industry as a whole are all integrally linked to having the economic levers um, to do the things you want to do. I mean, it's, it's all right as saying we want to close attainment gaps, we want working-class kids, they have the same opportunities as middle-class kids. They, they're all laudable aims. But see, until you lift people out of poverty and you give people the financial security that's required um, so that kids can study at home, have, have the proper environment, proper encouragement, you can't do that if you don't control your economy. We keep getting told 
that, that you, there's not enough to guarantee a living wage of £15 an hour. There's not enough to, to guarantee uh, smaller class sizes of no uh, more than 20. Uh, there's not enough um, to guarantee that every single uh, child um, gets the same educational opportunities as the kids that go to private schools. But there's enough for nuclear weapons. There's always enough for weapons of mass destruction. There's always enough to get involved in bombing campaigns, whether it's in Libya, Syria, I, 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 Iraq, or anywhere else in the world. But there's never enough, apparently, um, to help people. Always enough to kill people, but never enough to help people. That's the thing that has to change. And that's why everything revolves around the question of independence to me. Some people say, oh, we can't have an independence referendum till we've dealt with COVID, till we've had recovery from COVID. And my answer to that is, it's nonsense. You can't have recovery from COVID without independence. So it, yeah. these things are absolutely integral, Dennis. And we, it's time we wakened up to that reality that independence isn't something to be put off to a sunny day sometime and bring it out when we want. Yeah. Independence is at the very heart of Scotland's future. So what's more important, the vote or the voter, and why? Um, I, I'm not sure whether you could break that up, Dennis. I, I think what's, what's most important um, is that the, you have a, an educated and informed electorate um, what was beautiful about the 2014 uh, referendum was it was the biggest engagement in, in, in UK history um, in terms of the turnout over over 85% of people engaged and, and, and involved in a referendum, particularly young people. Um, Scotland woke up during the referendum. Scotland got out of its box during the referendum and Scotland's not going to go back into its box ever again. Uh, although we lost that referendum, we started off away away back. Oh, still there, Tommy? Just wondering. Still there, Tommy Paul? Hello. Yeah, I can still. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I, I seem to go I missing can hear you there. I must have went walkies there. I don't know what happened, uh, uh, Dennis. I, I, I've, I've, I've alternatively been holding the phone in my ear, and then I've been also speaking into it. Um, but the point I was, I was making there at midstream um, was that um, Scotland uh, awoke in 2013-14 during the referendum. We managed to go from around 25% support for independence to 45% support, um, despite Project Fear, despite the whole of the British establishment doing everything in their power to try and rubbish the idea of Scotland being big enough or smart enough um, or, or brave enough to stand on its own two feet. We almost won, but most importantly of all, we won the young people's support. And all of the polls, up until recently, there were 20 separate opinion polls that all showed a majority for independence. But the key in those uh, polls was that over 75% of those under the age of 30 supported independence. See, when you've got that support, Dennis, then you know yeah. you've got the future. You, you know that you've Absolutely. got the future. And, and that's what we've got, Paul. 
What is important to the leader of the Alba party, Alex Salmond? And what kind of leader do you think Scotland deserves? Well, I think what was important um, from Alex's point of view um, was that he indicated just last week that on the first week of the new parliament, he will be laying down a motion for the Scottish Parliament to begin negotiations for Scotland's next referendum with Westminster. And that's why I'm supporting Alaba. That's why I call on independent supporters across the whole of Scotland to give their first vote to the SNP, but their second vote to Alaba, because Alaba is about prioritising independence. If you think independence is important, then don't waste any of your votes. Give your first vote to SNP, give your second vote to Alaba. If you believe that independence is only something that should be talked about now and then, don't bother voting Alaba. Uh, if you don't think it's that important, don't vote Alaba. But if you think it's important, if you think it's a priority, then vote Alaba because that's what Alex Salmond thinks. Alex Salmond, I think, will be a leader who has got the wisdom of the past. He has been uh, a very, very prominent figure in Scottish politics over three uh, decades. He knows how to lead, he, um, and I, but I think he's learned as well that there must be a greater connection between the movement outside Parliament and the movement inside Parliament. I think Alex uh, admitted that for far too long the grassroots movement has been ignored and to try and sort out. He wants to try and unite the movement outside with the movement inside uh, the parliament. He, he also admitted recently, Dennis, something which I think is dead important. He admitted he was wrong in 2014 on the issue of the currency. Um, in 2014, when I was campaigning for independence, I made the point clear. I don't want to retain a British pound. I don't want the Bank of England to have anything to do with Scottish independence. I want a Scottish national bank with a Scottish national currency so that we can actually invest in the new houses. We can actually invest in expanded education. We can actually build the proper hospitals and those hospitals with the money that comes from the National Investment Bank up front um, so that we actually don't ever say we can't afford a proper health service. We can't afford more houses. We can't afford smaller class sizes. To do all that, you need your own currency, Dennis. And um, Alex um, last week admitted that he was wrong in 2014 uh, uh, to, to insist in keeping the pound. He believes now that Scotland should have its own currency. Um, not only should we have our own currency, um, we should also be a republic here, yeah, Dennis. I mean, the idea of kind of a modern a democracy nowadays, but still have a royal family, is just nonsense. It's just garbage. Uh, we need a democratic republic. That you're not born into wealth. You're not born into to power or influence. We have a proper, accountable, democratic republic. That's the future of Scotland. Absolutely. In a time when people are, are attending food banks and there's homeless on the streets, our government decided to spend two hundred million pound on a yacht in memory of His Royal Highness the. How do you feel that money should be spent instead of spent on a yacht? And do you feel disgusted the fact that our British government has decided to waste £200 million on a yacht when people are struggling? Dennis, when I used to hear politicians say they were going to get tough on the scroungers, I was over the moon because I thought we were getting rid of the royal family. But what they really meant was they were going to scapegoat the poor. They, they, they try to 
work a, a, a scheme using the compliant, the compliant media that's billionaire owned, all their pals, and what they do is they highlight the any wee example they can of somebody who's claiming benefits but working on the side because the benefits are too low to actually live on, and then they try and catapult that into a story which means everybody's ripping off the benefits. When you actually look at the facts, not 0.1% of the benefits bill is, is claimed fraudulently, not 0.1%. It is absolutely minuscule. Whereas when you look at what's been ripped off in taxes by the billionaires and the corporations, as far as I'm concerned, nothing personally against any of these individuals because I don't think about them um, to, to, to give me any personal distaste. But at the end of the day, as an institution, they represent everything I despise uh, in the British establishment, inherited wealth, inherited privilege, uh, a sense of, of privilege and, and uh, entitlement. Um, they, they, these people, to me, are uh, not contributing to British society at all. They, they, they take, 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 um, and I want nothing to do with them. That, one of the reasons I want Scotland to be independent is so that we can be a democratic modern republic. Um, if the English want to retain the monarchy, that's up to you guys, but uh, I, I'm, I'm wanting to bend the knee to no one. Um, uh, Dothing our caps or bending our knees, I think we should uh, all be a nation of equals. Tommy, what are the key challenges independent Scotland will face in terms of economy, defence and, of course, climate change? Well, I think the idea of Scotland standing on its own two feet is something which often challenges people because they've been told for years and decades that they're not good enough, not big enough, not rich enough to stand on their own two feet. And what we have to get over and, and we will continue to get over is this idea of feeling inferior. You have got scores of countries all over the world, including Europe, that are much smaller than Scotland, that are much less economically blessed than Scotland. Scotland is in a remarkably good position, not only the natural reserves of oil, but we've got gas, we've got electricity, we've got a fantastic food and beverages industry. Um, we have got a hugely skilled population, we've got uh, fantastic educational institutions. We have got all the makings of a very, very modern and successful. We are the new Norway, um, is, is the truth of the matter. Norway's used its oil reserves not to build nuclear weapons and to cut taxes for the very rich, but, but to invest in the public services and develop an oil fund, which saw them through the last economic crash of 2008, we have got the same capacity to become a very modern, small country in terms of population, but very large in terms of our economic uh, footprint. We could become the uh, renewable energy uh, centre of Europe, such as our ability ha to harness the wind and the wave power that we could become. We've got 25% of all of Europe's renewable uh, resources are here in Scotland. Instead of looking at Saudi Arabia as the centre of the oil world, we could be looking at Scotland as the centre of the renewable energy world, a sustainable economy, 
based on sustainable energy. The, these are the, the visions that are there for us, Dennis, if we're only willing to reach out and grasp them. There are opportunities. Are we fed up having your destiny written for us by people who don't give a damn for ordinary working-class communities here in Scotland, away in Westminster, more interested in hoarding the wealth and hoarding the 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 the, uh, the the chances of development, or do we want to write our own destiny here in Scotland? That that's the the, the challenge for for people in Scotland, and I I think more and more of us, particularly our young people, are choosing to write their own destiny rather than having it written for them by people like Boris Johnson. Yeah, I would agree. There's been some suggestion of leasing the Trident base to the UK for a period if Scotland was to become independent. Tommy, what's your views on the Trident? Obvious is not only a set of immoral weapons, um, we have to understand, Dennis, that in relation to the so-called rules of war, the so-called Geneva Convention, you're supposed to only use weapons during wars which target the combatants. You're not supposed to target the civilians. You're not supposed to target food production and, and transport networks. Nuclear their very nature, are the most indiscriminate weapons ever created mankind. They are completely and utterly horrific. That makes them illegal, um, not just immoral, but illegal because they target everyone indiscriminately. Possessing nuclear weapons, according to the International Court of Justice, was declared in 1996 as, as being illegal. So what I want to do with nuclear weapons, and one of the fundamental reasons I want an independent Scotland, is I want to get rid of nuclear weapons. I'd rather see the whole world um, get rid of nuclear weapons. But you know what? Somebody has to start. South Africa, get rid of their weapons. We've got to decommission ours. Uh, and that means that we tell the UK government, or is it the English government, as it will become, your nuclear weapons are no longer welcome in our shores. So get them. Put them down in the Thames. Put them beside Westminster. Uh, you think they're safe and you think they're great. Let's put them beside Westminster, right on the Thames, and see if they uh, are going to accept them there, see if they're going to be tolerant for them there. But Scotland does not want them, and we want rid of them. So uh, the mainstream media, obviously with the exception to the nationalists, are really truthful, and they're very, really informative about Alaba Party or even SNP. And in fact, most appear to ignore it. Uh, especially when it comes to discussions about independence. Why do you think this is, and how do we counter the media influence? We had the scandals of what happened with particular companies who were involved with the media during the, the independence referendum. How do we counter that? Well, Dennis, I think we have to ask ourselves, who controls the media? What What is the mainstream media across the UK? Literally, literally five billionaires, all of them tax exiles, want to own and control the means of mental production here in the UK. They want to determine what people will read, what people will hear, what people will see. That's the control they have over the print media, broadcast media, the radios. It is utterly, utterly corrupt. Uh, and from that point of view, is it any surprise that that media united to try and prevent Scottish independence in 2014 and continues to try and rubbish the idea of Scottish independence. The truth is 
the corporate media is united in defence of the British establishment because they're part of the British establishment. The only way we're going to be successful in relation to independence is using the social media, is using the various uh, blogs, vlogs, podcasts, and other means of social communication. Um, we've also got to use word of mouth. We've also got to use rallies and, and marches and, and physical events where we actually share stories uh, among each other. That's the way forward, uh, Dennis. The, the, the mainstream media is corrupt to the core and cannot be trusted. You know, what, what radical changes come, do you think, Alba and SNP and other independent parties need to do to, to improve and inspire a new Yes campaign movement and well, make I it successful? The, I think the most important point, Dennis, to highlight um, is that we are starting a, a much better position than we started last time around. As I said earlier, if you look at the um, social attitude surveys and the opinion polls, of 2013, Scottish independence was roughly between 22 and 25% support. And over the course of the following uh, 14, 16 months, we managed to rise to 45%. We are starting now on roughly 48 to 51%. Tommy, what's your plans on Thursday, your vote? What, how are you going to vote? What's your plans? I'm going to be using my both votes so they actually count. I'm going to use my first vote for the SNP. I'm going to be voting to re-elect Humza Yusuf because he is the independence candidate standing in the constituency vote. And I'm going to be using my second vote for Alapa. I'm going to be voting for Alapa because it's important that we use both votes to maximise the impact of the Yes movement, of the independence cause. My loyalty is not to a political party. My loyalty is not to an individual. My loyalty is to a cause. The cause of Scotland's freedom. The cause of independence. That means give the SNP all over Scotland your constituency vote, but give your second vote, your regional list vote. Give that to independence as well. Give it to the party led by Alex Salmond. Give it to Alapa. And let's have an indie super majority. Let's maximise the yes. Both votes, independent. Why should Scots vote for Alaba and what are your main concerns with this coming up election? Scots should vote for Alaba because they believe in independence. They don't just believe in independence, they want to prioritise independence. They believe independence is integral to everything Scotland does and everything Scotland needs. If we don't have the economic levers to tackle inequality and poverty, then we will never be able to raise the quality and the standard of life for ordinary people all across Scotland. Westminster is holding us back. Only Scotland's freedom can shake us free from those chains and help us to realise 
the future, which is of a Scotland where people are more important than profits, where dishonesty and corruption and the deceit of Westminster is a history lesson. It's not the everyday reality. So voting Alaba on Thursday is about prioritising independence. You use both your votes for independence. You give your constituency vote to the SNP and you give your regional list vote to Alaba. That is both votes yes. Tommy, thanks for coming on the NMF podcast with myself. It's been great having you on. If you could say one thing now to listeners slash voters before you go, what would you say to them, Tommy? Thanks for having me on your podcast, Dennis. It's been a pleasure to speak with you, brother. My final message to those listeners, particularly those listeners in Scotland, is first of all, use your vote. Whether you're going to vote for independence or whether you're even going to vote for the unionists. I'd rather you used your vote than you sat at home and you didn't realise the democracy that you have. People fought long and hard for ordinary people to get the vote, so at least use it. However, I would especially appeal to those of you who believe that we can do better, to those of you who believe that decisions affecting Scotland should be taken in Scotland. For those of you who believe that when we are told we don't have enough money for schools, we don't have enough money for hospitals, we don't have enough money for a a living wage, but we've got enough money for nuclear weapons, then you know that something is rotten at its core. You know that change is necessary. I don't want to give nurses and health workers and care workers another wage cut. I don't want to treat them as if they're an afterthought. I want them to be at the very heart of an independent Scotland. Workers that you value because of what they do and what they bring to our communities. Independence for Scotland is integral to recovery from COVID. You can't have recovery from COVID without independence. Make it a priority. On Thursday, say yes to independence. Say both votes for independence. SNP in every constituency and Alaba in every regional list. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the NMF podcast. Like I say, don't forget, I'll be talking to the Hysinders and the Dictator Band. All that to come on the NMF podcast. Stay tuned for further details. In the meantime, thank you very much for joining me and I look forward to meeting you all again. I'm Dennis Devon and this is the NMF Podcast.